In every job that must be done, there is an element of fun. Fun, 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 fun. Light speed to the wondrous and wonderful. Cover is not the book, so open it up and take a look. Ah, if it isn't the only bookworm in town. What's that word again? Inspired. I have to sing. I have to play. The music, it's, it's not just in me. It is me. We're happier when you don't sing. Welcome to Notably Disney your ultimate podcast covering Disney music and books. I'm Brett Nackman, your host. Here we dig a little deeper and explore the great wide somewhere about everything under the Walt Disney Company umbrella as it pertains to tunes and writing, from the theme parks and television screens to the Broadway stage and the silver screen, if it relates to anything Disney songs, soundtracks, books, articles, or other things that you can listen to, or read about involving Disney, we'll examine it here. On this episode of Notably Disney, I'm excited to bring you two recurring themes on the podcast, a review of a new book release, and our Tunes and Quotes trivia series. In just a few minutes, I'm excited to bring on returning guests to the podcast, Professor Dr. Paul Cody, designer and artist Rob Yeo, author and professor Matthew Hodge, as well as new guest education researcher Emily Van Zoost to compete in many rounds of trivia regarding songs and quotes from the Disney parks and movies. Beforehand, though, in honor of Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary, it only seemed fitting to offer my take on a new title from Disney Publishing, A Portrait of Walt Disney World, 50 Years of the Most Magical Place on Earth. Written by Kevin Kern, Tim O'Day, and Stephen Vagnini, all of whom have had their hands in various arms of the Walt Disney Company over recent decades, this coffee table book commemorates the special occasion with a look back at the history and main thematic aspects of the Vacation Kingdom. Recently I had the opportunity to obtain a review copy, and by no means did that influence my interpretation of the book. For any Walt Disney World fan, this is going to be an absolutely essential to your Disney book collection, and even for the individual casually interested in Disney, through its lenses on American history, geography, and pop culture, this book offers a reminder of how the ripple effects of this resort extend far beyond Central Florida. Reminiscent of the Disneyland Then, Now, and Forever book released around Disneyland's 50th, also co-written by Tim O'Day, this more than 300-page tome tracks how a brilliant idea would materialize in one of the most beloved destinations across the world. Replete with rarely seen photos that vividly show Wed's exploration of the swamplands of Florida and incredible concept art, the aesthetic appeal cannot be emphasized enough. 
Now, we Disney connoisseurs are all too familiar with certain images that blanket Disney materials, yet in this context, I found myself consistently thinking, wow, this is novel. This is not an art book per se, though the wealth of visual appeal adds to it being successful on that front. And, as illustrated in the image credits, many of them come from the Walt Disney Archives, Walt Disney Imagineering, and a number of family collections too. A few cool features in the book are inclusions of murals, such as the one from Maelstrom and the one on the outside of Carousel of Progress. Speaking of art, let's talk about the cover, which affords a striking depiction of Cinderella Castle, complete with carriage, as designed by character artist Fabiola Garza. The monorail looms behind the castle, so this is meant to be a stylistic interpretation, though nonetheless pro provides the fantasy that we associate with the park. The three other park icons, Spaceship Earth, Tower of Terror, which in many ways now symbolizes the studios across merchandise, and the Tree of Life encompass the back cover. Within the book, the team manages to find that sweet spot of just enough text and a great deal of space toward the imagery that many would associate with such a book. The book commencement commences, I should say, with the main chronological section of the book, which is focused on, quote-unquote, building the dream. This follows those initial years of Disney seeking to break ground on a new resort. We see stunning aerial views of those swamps and glimpse into how Walt was envisioning what would become his next massive creative project. We've seen and heard these stories before, sometimes in more extensive form, but what works well in this book is condensing a lot of context into a consumable manner, as well as leading readers to explore more. Here's where the great deal of endnotes come in handy. Scattered throughout the book are endnotes compiled later in the bibliography and endnote section, which provides a lot of valuable information. Now, that might be the academic in me, and also the person who is always looking to find more to read, uh, and the well-organized format and thorough set of materials that the author drew upon, authors drew upon lends even stronger credibility to the final product. Nostalgia, fantasy, discovery, and tomorrow anchor the primary sections of the book. As opposed to focusing on each park per chapter, which would have been a very predictable and ultimately usable way of dividing the book, this more holistic approach allows for recognizing how a multitude of facets within the resort harken back to one of those themes. Whether it be the seaside charm of yesterday woven within Disney's Yacht Club Resort in the Nostalgia chapter, or the Circle Vision features uh, that promise eye-opening experiences in the Discovery chapter. I quite value this format. While it may be less straightforward in finding content on Muppet Vision 3D, for example, one need only look at the index to find that material. And that's what's so cool about this book. Within the main 200 pages of the book, remember it is uh, more than 300, but the, the primary part of the book, I would say, um, where you have those four uh, chapters falls within 200 pages, um, there's an endless array of attention to Walt Disney World's legacy. Across a few pages is attention on both Test Track and its predecessor, World of Motion, or even Storybook Circus and Mickey's Birthday Land. The heritage is given fair attention thanks to how the authors frame the book. We take a trip back to destinations in the world long gone 
including Disney, uh, excuse me, including Discovery Island, and how many of those themes materialized in Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, as well as they recognize how staples like the Haunted Mansion have incorporated new elements over the years. Scattered throughout are these little snippets, usually just a few pages, that spotlight a few attractions, resorts, details, and other features that mark Walt Disney World. This style comes across as very accessible, since in no way could a 300-page release offer a true deep dive into such particular facets. Yet there is still a wealth of new information I gleaned from this. For example, I learned a bit more about Cali River Rapids' backstory. I found myself reading everything very carefully, for I wanted to soak up all the content, some familiar, other not so much, and also the rich prose. Kern, Ode, and Vagnini possess a winning style that blends a narrative format with a love of language, so I say way to go. One feature that may draw either support or criticism from readers is the frequency of pull quotes, um, so those are the ones that stand out very prominently on the page, um, from legendary Disney figures, which makes good sense to have classic Imagineers um, who are offering their two cents, um, but there's also a handful of celebrities who do the same. Um, would I have expected this book to feature John Stamos and Joanne Johnson? Maybe not. Uh, the inclusion, though, illustrates Disney's intent to show how the parks have influenced famous figures, or how they've even been involved in the parks over the years, too. So this is a very popular title. It might be hard to get your hands on. At the time of its release, uh, back in late September, you might have been waiting a few weeks for it to be available. Uh, it retails for about $60. Uh, depending on where you purchase it, and I would argue that it's a very solid value. I might recommend until waiting until it drops below $50, but I would say regardless, you will find yourself uh, reading it for hours on end, or even just one that you recurringly pick up, just to check out a few sections here and there. Um, it's definitely worthwhile. So needless to say, I absolutely love a portrait of Walt Disney World, it lends more than enough fresh content to enchant the most engrossed Disney fans, while also being a comfortable read for anyone who desires picking up the book. It's a title that I would be upset to not own, given how much beauty is packed into here, from the pros and art to the rare photos and list of resources. I've said a lot about great Walt Disney World books. You'll want to check out um, that episode with Len Testa and Dan Heaton. Actually, it was a two-part episode earlier this year. Um, there's a lot of great titles. One that instantly comes to mind is Jeff Curdy's Foundational Since the World Began, which debuted around the 25th anniversary. Um, and I, I kind of see this as the next step um, to not only focus on what's happened uh, over the past 25 years as well, um, but also just a complete... Uh, history of the resort so certainly both of them should be on your bookcase and if you don't own at this point the um, since the world began you absolutely should and uh, in terms of a new release a portrait of Walt Disney World is fantastic it is a must own for Disney fans and I wish you all happy reading and now at this point, we'll transition to our main feature for this episode of the podcast Disney tunes and quotes trivia Let's head right over there. Well, it is the return of a tradition here on Notably Disney. It's Tunes and Quotes Trivia. This is the fifth edition. And on these special episodes, we bring in a mix of past and new guests to the podcast to answer questions related to songs and quotes 
from the Disney Film Library and theme parks with a heavy emphasis on lyrics, of course. Uh, there's a lot to sort through and many of the rounds that you will see unfold today come from prior editions. And I am confident that the individuals joining me today are up for the challenge. So joining me today are four Disney self-proclaimed experts, and I do believe they are experts I, from knowing each of them. Um, first up, we'll do some introductions now. First up, you will remember him from way back on episode 11, when we discussed the musical legacy of The Lion King. He's a senior lecturer of English at the University of Maryland and has even taught courses related to Disney. It's Dr. Paul Cody. Welcome back to the podcast, Paul. Hi. I don't know if I would quite go as far as expert, but um, I guess I shouldn't. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? We'll, we'll see that present itself today, yeah. right, Paul? I don't know. That's gonna, I think that might be setting my, myself up for a big letdown, but sure thing. <laughs> I'm supporting you, Paul. Well, next up, he was on episode 68 when talking about his career as a designer and artist with Disney Flair, having lent his talent to many book covers. You might see one of them on my bookcase, Rob. It's on somewhere on there. There's, there's one of yours right there. Very talented individual, an incredible array of artwork and graphics. Uh, very creative, Robio. Glad to have you back on here, Rob. Oh, thank you very much, Brett. I'm really glad you asked me. And I've brought a giant bag to take all the points I'm going to win home with me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. <laughs> well, we'll see about that, Rob. I'm, I'm confident, too. Also joining us today is first-time notably Disney guest. She's a doctoral student of education at NC State University who constantly teaches me a thing or two about Disney facts and has been to Walt Disney World numerous times. She's my fellow community college researcher, colleague, and friend, Emily Van Zust. Welcome to the show, Emily. Thank you. I am thrilled to be here. It's going to be a magical time. It sure will be. And last but not least is one of the most recent guests of Notably Disney. He's an associate professor of musical theater at William Peace University and the author of Cool Cats and a Hot Mouse, A History of Disney and Jazz. Jazz and Disney, sorry, Matt. It's one of the, it's a very special individual in my life, Matthew Hodge, happier back, Matt, even though it feels like you were just on here the other day. <laughs> I know, I'm excited to, to be on here a second time within like a month. Expertise is a strong word too. I'm not confident about that. I'm confident with music. Like I can play a song on the piano. That doesn't mean I know any words to a Disney song. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> I think it's gonna be good. Um, really appreciative um, that all of you uh, rose to the occasion to compete in trivia today. I know it can be a little bit intimidating, um, but uh, certainly I think we'll all learn a lot, we'll laugh a lot, um, and uh, maybe we can make fun of, of some things as well. Um, before we begin, let's do a rapid fire question. Uh, can each of you, um, and we'll do this in alphabetical order, can each of you name your favorite Disney song that puts you in a good mood. So Emily, what's your pick? Um, I would say You'll Be In My Heart from Tarzan. I danced to that song at my wedding with my father. Uh, it's very close to my heart. Always gets, well, I cry during it, but it's happy tears. <laughs> oh, that's very sentimental. Matt, how about you? Uh, I'm going to say the same answer on, that you asked me when I was on last time, what my favorite Disney song was, and it's going to be Zero to Hero from Hercules. 
That is very upbeat. Paul? I don't know if I have a favorite, but if you want one that puts me in a good mood, give me World's Greatest Criminal Mind by Henry Mancini. Give me that route again. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's definitely an obscure selection, but a good one, yeah. Very nice. Thanks, Paul. Rob, how about you? I'm going to have to go with uh, the legendary Tom Jones singing Cusco's theme at the start of Emperor's New Groove. I mean, how can you not get excited when that one comes on? So thank you all. Let's go over the rules for today's trivia. I oriented you all a little bit of this um, prior to recording, but let's uh, restate it for listeners and to re-familiarize everybody as well. So you're going to be on teams of two. So we're going to have um, Emily and Matt against Paul and Rob. Um, teams are going to alternate in answering questions. So there's an even number of questions per round. So there'll be an equal number for each team. When it is their turn, each team is going to have 30 seconds to consult one another and must settle on an answer or in some cases, multiple answers. If they do not get it right or one of the questions and uh, one of the answers in the same question correct, that will be an opportunity for the other team to have 15 seconds to steal whatever point or points have yet to be earned. Each team has two. This is a little bit different than in the past. You're going to have two opportunities during the entire game to ask for a hint associated with the question. If you're really struggling, I'll come up with a hint for you. But you need to be wise in how and when you use it. So you're gonna to wanna to consult with your teammate on when it's the, the best call to do that, okay? Now teams, you can consult with one another when it's not your turn. You can use the, the private Zoom chat toward that end, um, but you're not gonna be able to, to consult verbally. But that's only gonna be obviously if you have the opportunity to steal, right? So it's that's contingent on how the other team performs. Is uh, the hint part of the 30 seconds? Uh, yeah, it is, ma'am. But if need be, depending on how long it takes to give the hint, it might be where I give you all a few extra seconds. So um, that's contention on leave. Um, this is on the honor system. So please note looking things up. I'm um, going to ask that you all mute your microphones when it's not your round. Um, but when it is, please make sure to have that on. We're going to rotate which team begins answering questions with each round. Um, and again, I'll be tallying points on my end. So there might be some pauses um, in the recording that I'll cut out later in which I will be adding things up. But now is perhaps the most important moment of the game. And that is going to be, what are your team names? So Rob and Paul, would you like to come up with a name? Rob, do you have an idea? I am um, off the top of my head. Go Matterhorn Yodlers. I don't know. That was the first thing that came to mind. Sure, sure. West Coast representation, the Matterhorn Yodlers. Oh. Very nice. Matt and Emily? Emily, what you got? <laughs> I'm thinking something Ratatouille because I just want all that ride and absolutely loved it. Oh, I'm so know. jealous. We should be like the Linguinis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, I love it. Also, FYI, pasta is my absolute favorite food in the universe. Perfect. It's a great fit then. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so it's the Matterhorn Yodelers and the Linguinis. That's <laughs> only on Notably Disney will you have team names like this. There you go. Um, so we are going to uh, start it off with a round of 
uh, label the lyrics. So here you're going to be identifying three different things, one point each, this is the easy round. You're going to be identifying the character, the song title, and the film. So I'll be giving you the lyrics and you will be identifying the character, song title, and film. So we have uh, different rounds of these. Um, and we are going to be starting it off with the Matterhorn yodelers, that is Paul and Rob. So are you ready for your first question? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. On the rooftops of London, coo, what a sight. Wait, it, can we confer and that won't be accepted automatically as an answer? You can confer, absolutely. You can confer. In the chat, right? right? That works. Yeah. Say again, Paul. Stop. We confer in the chat, right? Yeah, you, you can confer. No, you can confer verbally. I'm just okay. saying with, okay. with the other team, if they wanted to steal, they'd have to do that privately in the chat. Rob, that's Mary Poppins, yeah? Yeah, but the chimney sweep, Mary Poppins, and the song title is... Uh, Chim Chimney? Or am I too early? It might be the end of Chim Chimney. Yeah, that's, that's okay. the best, best guess I've got. Bert, Mary Poppins, Chim Chimney. Parentheses, Chim Chimaru. <laughs> Accuracy. Okay. So you're locking that in? Locking that in. Okay. So you got the character name and the film. But not the song. Not the song. So Matt and Emily, this is your opportunity to steal. Can you say it one more time? On the rooftops of London, coo, what a sight. Emily, is, I thought it was Chim Chim Cherry. Me too, yeah. Is Chim it Chim just, Chim maybe they just said the song title wrong. Yeah. Chim I don't know Chim how Chim tricky Chim. Brett is on this game. I'm going to go with Chim Chim Cherry. Do you want to do that, Emily? Yep. Correct, Chim Chim Shuri. Oh, okay. Boy, this is not going to end well for us. You're <laughs> <laughs> not a detail-oriented person, so uh, <laughs> we'll see. No worries, no worries. Okay, very good, everybody. Okay, now we're going to turn it over to Emily and Matt with the next question, so the linguinis. Life is your restaurant, and I'm your maitre d'. Emily Wright never had a friend like me Genie, Aladdin. Yeah. Yep. You concur. Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> okay. Yes, you got it. Correct. Genie, friend like me, Aladdin. Very good. Paul and Rob, here's yours. I'm sorry, secret. I'm sorry, secret siren, but I'm blocking out your calls. I, I have absolutely no idea. Paul, you got anything? Sorry, secret sirens, but I'm blocking out your calls. We're going to have to guess, I guess. Um, Is it going to be a frozen? Sirens? That sounds like a frozen thing. I was going like to say frozen too because I haven't seen it. <laughs> you want to just guess into the unknown and see what happens? That's the only film, that's the only song from that film that I've heard of. So I'll okay. frozen gonna... to what you said. Yeah, into the unknown. Very good, gentlemen. Yes, you got it. That was a really bold choice. And you got it. Yes, you got it. Good job. Indeed, that was Elsa. Okay, we are moving on to the Linguinis. Here, here are your lyrics. 
You can ask any Tom, Dick, or Stanley, and they'll tell you whose team they prefer to be on. I'm thinking uh, yeah. Gaston. Yep. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yes. LeFou. Yes. If it's two people, then I guess LeFou and Gaston well, and Tavern Chorus. <laughs> no, LeFou sings that part of it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice, you two. Yes, correct. LeFou, that's the song Gaston and Beauty and the Beast. Very good. Okay, over to you, Rob and Paul. You're unsuited for the rage of war. I'm guessing Mulan. I'll make a man out of you. Do you know no. the name of the character, though? Uh, Captain. <laughs> the, <laughs> uh, is it Shan Yu? Or is that the bad guy? I, I honestly have no idea. I don't remember the character. I know that Mulan's a character. I know Mushu's a character. And I don't think either one sings that song. So the male lead, romantic lead. Mulan's boyfriend, because that's his official in-script name. Yeah, Mulan's, Mulan's boyfriend. <laughs> Whatever the first thing you thought, let's just go with that, because I don't, I'm not going to be able to guess. Um, Five seconds. And... <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you got the song and the film. Character, not quite, but very nice attempt. Emily and Matt, we'll turn it over to you to steal. Just the character name? Character name, correct. Okay. Shang. Li Shang. Yes. Yeah. Li Shang. Correct. Yes, it is Shang. <laughs> but yeah, that was very good, everybody. All right. So here's the last one for this round. So this is for Matt and Emily. The men up there don't like a lot of blabber. So Ursula, poor unfortunate souls, the little mermaid, right, Emily? Great. Yes. <laughs> you got it, absolutely. Okay, very good everybody. So that was round one. That was the easy round. So let's see how things proceed as we move over to the hard category. Um, but there is a positive thing in that each one is now worth two points. Same concept, character, song title, and film. And we will be starting uh, this round with uh, Matt and Emily. Ready? Okay. If this is where the monarchy is headed, count me out. <laughs> uh, Emily Zazu, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, Lion King just can't wait to be king. Yes. Yes. I just can't wait to be king. Yes. Yes. I just can't wait to be. <laughs> I don't know if that. That's <laughs> tricky. Yeah, I think it's I just can't wait to be king. Okay. And then the Lion King Zazu. Yes. Out of service, out of Africa, I wouldn't hang about. You got it. It's Zazu. <laughs> Lion King just can't wait to be king. Very nice. Paul and Rob, here you go. But I wouldn't be a bear then, so I guess I wouldn't care then. Oh, um, 
it's Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Well, I, I'm consulting with my partner first. Uh, Rob, do we think Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree? I'm just a little black rain cloud. So I'm going to defer to you because I have I've I've got no idea on this one. But oh there, no, it's a, a, uh, uh, it's Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree. I don't know the song title, but I'm going to guess it's short and stout. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. So you got two of the three. Yeah, I knew so it got the last one that was going to throw us. So you got the character <laughs> and the the film. Um, I would have accepted many adventures of Winnie the Pooh as well, but it is Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree um, as the as the featurette. So very good. Um, song title um, did not get. So this is an opportunity for for Matt and Emily to steal. I have no idea. Isn't it something like? Rum, rumble rumbly like rumble in my tummy or rumbly in my tummy like something like that emily do you have any idea i don't i've ever seen this movie <laughs> i think it's something like that rum, something rum, like rumble in my tummy or hey, a few like, seconds do you just want to guess one of those yeah Right. Uh, do you want rumbly in my tummy or rumble in my tummy? <laughs> rumble in my tummy. R okay, sure. <laughs> I can't quite give it to you, um, but you're very close. Um, it? Was it rumbly? <laughs> it's rumbly. In, rumbly <laughs> oh, come on. in my tumbly. Oh, come. oh no. That's like 80% accurate. That's a solid B. That's a solid B. <laughs> we didn't get shim shimmery. <laughs> That's rumbly. true. That's true. <laughs> very, very true. Okay, but very nice attempt. Um, so you got you got snaps for that. Okay, uh, so who are we over to next? Um, so it's yeah, um, yeah. We're on to question three already. Wow. Okay, so uh, Emily and Matt, here is yours. And so I'll read a book, or maybe two or three. Oh, that's a uh, tangled. Tangled. Yeah. Punzel. Uh -huh. um, um. When will my life begin? Yes. Right. Lock it in. You got it, all three. Good job. And now here's yours, Paul and Rob. We're getting crushed. I'm doing well, doing well. Okay, here's yours. <laughs> Laughing back and forth at what the other one has to say. Uh, <laughs> wow, I'm stumped. Uh... Anything? I don't recognize the line. If I was going to guess from context, I would think something like Tweedledee and Tweedledum, but I don't, it doesn't sound very Lewis Carroll-like either. Um, no. Laughing back and forth what the other one has to say. Is it something from the Parent Trap book? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> um, okay. a hint? Are hints a thing? I didn't realize that was a thing. I thought we yes. had two. You have two to use throughout the game if you would I guess like. We, do you want to use it now or wait until the points are worth more? Oh, yeah, good shout. I'm going to go for a, like just a wild guess. I'm going to say, except for I don't know the characters' names. 
Is there any incentive to get half of the question right? Can I ask you guys five seconds? The question, like, if we only, is there any, if neither one gets all of the questions right, do we get half credit for getting the song title? I'm, I'm counting for each thing that you get. Okay, okay, then I'm going to say, let's get together the parent trap. I don't think it's right, but I, better than nothing. It's the best you've got. Okay. I'm sorry, um, but that was a very, that, that made a lot of sense. I appreciated your logic. Uh, Emily and Matt, you have an opportunity to steal. So once again, it is laughing back and forth at what the other one has to say. So Emily and I have been conferring private chat. We think it's, it's Robin Hood. The song is Udalali, Udalali, but we're not sure the character. It's, Emily, what do you think? Little John or um, isn't it Alan Adele? That's the, mm. the like thinking. Is it? I think it's one of them two. Alan Adele yeah. or Little John? Because it's about Little John, right? Little yeah. John. Okay. The not little John. Then the other one. So Alan, Alan, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Alan Adele, Robin Hood, Udalali. Very good. You got all three. Yeah. Okay. Nice job. That was that was tricky. Okay, here's, here's another tricky one. Um, this, this is hard. Shine, and this is for Emily and Matt. Shine bright, shine far, don't be shy. I just say the shine bright, shine far, but I didn't know that was a Disney. Um, it's, it would, oh, it's Tyra Banks. <laughs> Do you know the movie? T Tyra Banks? Is star. The Life Size? Life Size, yes. What's oh, her name? Wow. Um, right? That's a, is that a Disney movie? It's yeah, that is a well, it was like ABC with Lindsay Lohan. Um, but yeah. it's not Lindsay Lohan. Um, I don't remember her name at all. Is the oh. character? Yes. Uh, life size, and then shine bright, shine far, or be a star. Is that be a star? Okay. Parentheses. I'll, I'll trust you. I'll go with that. <laughs> I will go with that. Massive respect, you got all three. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Life size. That was you, Emily. Thank that you. That was pulling out from who knows where. Wow. I haven't thought about that movie in a long Ooh. time. Very nicely done. Paul and Rob, this is the last question of the round. Coach said to fake right and break left. This has to be a high school musical. I'm trying to think of my sports films that are Disney related. Mm -hmm. um, and the I'm only song I've is, is it? Oh. No, but he doesn't call the. Does he call the. Say they're a coach in that movie? Uh, I kind of think he does. Um, Phil, isn't it? Yeah. But Hercules uh, would say it because Phil wouldn't be. If Phil is coach, then Hercules is the one nah. speaking, right? Yeah, good deduction. Yeah, we got Hercules and Hercules. <laughs> Where are the I the songs in that movie though? Uh, Five seconds to lock something in, guys. Uh, just do those two because I have no idea any song go beyond. The, uh, I go, go the distance. Um, yeah. But let's just say yeah. go the distance. I can't think of the actual name. Okay. okay. Hercules, Hercules, go the distance. Great not. But I, I appreciated how you're thinking about this, Emily and Matt. Coach, Emily, said to, is, coach said to fake right and break left. This is High School Musical, right? High School Act Musical. Right. Get your head in the game. Get, Get your head, head in the game, game. Troy Bolton. Or, yeah. Troy, Troy, just Troy, yeah. Troy, yeah. 
Very good. Yes. Yeah. All, all three there. Good job. So yeah, the latter two questions, we were going with television films um, to try to be consistent there, early 2000s. Okay, everybody, we are gonna be shifting gears with a new round. Uh, this is now, what's your line? So here, we're gonna be, I'm gonna be sharing with you a quote, not lyrics, but a quote, same concept. And you're going to be naming the animated character and the movie for which the quote comes from. This is an easy round, so this is one point each. You all, you will have the opportunity to earn up to two points for each question. And we will be starting this off with Paul and Rob. Again, animated feature film. So here's the first one. How can you read this? There's no pictures. That's Gaston Beauty and yeah. the Beast. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Very nice, indeed. Okay, Emily and Matt, the Linguinis, here you go. I'm a damsel, I'm in distress, I can handle this. Have a great day. Oh, that's Megra, right? Mm-hmm, Megra, Hercules. Yeah. Okay, very good on all counts, yep. Okay, Paul and Rod, the yodelers, Matterhorn yodelers, here you go. So, you're the man cub. Uh, Jungle Book. Bagheera, maybe? That wouldn't be Bagheera because he would have already known Mowgli. Oh. Either Baloo or it's King Louie, I think. Um, King Louie, because it's, it's in the song as well, he calls him Man Cub, so. Let's go with King Louie. I'm comfortable with that. Yeah, sounds good. I want to be like you. Yes, it is King Louie from the Jungle Book. Very nicely done, work. both of you. All righty, Matt and Emily, here you go. The only way to get what you want in this world is through hard work. Tatiana? Uh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I, yeah. I, Tiana, I'd Princess and the Frog? Yeah. Indeed, it is Tiana from the Princess and the Frog. Paul and Rob, here is yours. If you lost a puppy and I said, well, we still have a big chunk of it. Would that make you feel better? <laughs> I I do not remember that one. It's an animated uh, film? Yeah, these are all animated. Oh, animated films. Sounds more modern, sense of humor. Uh, no, I've got nothing. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank too. Uh, pass. Brother Bear. I don't know. Okay, Brother Bear, <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, Brother Bear. The Bear. The Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, however, that's not the correct answer. In retrospect, why would the bear know what a puppy is? <laughs> Maybe he was having delusions or something. I don't know. Matt and Emily, uh, here's your opportunity to steal. Emily, is I it? I was thinking because it's it's a dog, 101 Dalmatians, yeah. like Corolla thinking, DeVille. Yeah, I figured it had to be that one or uh, Oliver and Company, but I mm. feel like it's 101 Dalmatians. I don't remember Quella saying that quote, but that feels like it would go with, it would go with the plot. Right. So you just want to go with that? Yeah, let's try it. Yeah, let's do it. Fine logic. 
not the answer. Oh, okay. Uh, so this was this, even though I put this under the easy category, it is a bit of a tr tricky question because it's from a newer film. It is actually Sisu from Raya and the Last Dragon. Ooh. Oh, that's not easy. Well, <laughs> it might be easy if it was familiar, having just seen it for anybody who's watched that wonderful animated feature. But yes, that was a bit tricky. Um, good choice, good, good ideas nonetheless. Okay, here's the last one, and this is for Matt and Emily. I'm packing you an extra pair of shoes and your angry eyes, just in case. Uh, Mrs. Potato Head. Yeah. Um, but which, which, which Toy Story? Yeah, because bread is tricky. But if it's if this is under the easy category, I feel like it's going to be the first one. Yeah. Let's yeah, let's try it. Okay. The first one. The Mrs. Potato Head Toy Story. That was Mrs. Potato Head. That is not the film. I told you, told Paul you it was tricky. And it's Rob. in Toy Story 2. Because he's going to rescue Buzz, right? Yeah. Yeah, from the toy collector. The toy collector. And she's not in it until the second one because it's a Christmas present in the first film. Yeah, and she's not really in the second one because it's still a Pixar movie and she's still a woman and it's 1998. <laughs> Sorry, we're just rubbing this in because I'm just happy that we've got one for a change. So we can talk for the next hour on Toy Story 2, Mrs. Potato Head, if you want. You are correct. That is Mrs. Potato Head from Toy Story 2. And uh, you can enjoy many additional lines from her in the outtakes, um, which are just brilliant, in which she packs additional items in Mr. Potato Head, including the, uh, the little chips for the monkeys, the barrel of monkeys. Very nicely done, Rob and Paul and uh, Emily and Matt. You're right, I did. I was tricky with that. So uh, each team does get a point for that. Very nicely done all around. Okay, so we are continuing with the theme of what's your line, but now we are shifting over into the live action world. We are going to now be asking for three things. The actor or actress, the performer, the character and the movie. So three different items here, two points each. Okay, so live action film, character, the actor, actress, the performer, and the movie. Emily and Matt, you are gonna be starting us off with this round. Here you go. The thing is, I was born brilliant, born bad, and a little bit mad. Oh, that was the latest Cruella movie with Emma Stone, right? Yes. So Emma Stone, Cruella, and Cruella. Yes. Oh, unless, do we need to say her actual character, not Cruella, her real name in it before she becomes, is Brett going to be tricky oh. like that? Um, but I Estella. feel like that line, yeah, I feel like that line could she like has her alter ego as Cruella? Okay. So we're gonna say Estella slash Cruella, just, just in <laughs> yeah. case, just in case Brad is being tricky. <laughs> yes, on all counts, Emma Stone, Cruella, Deville, Cruella. Yeah, that was a good caveat. That could have been Estella. <laughs> okay, we're heading over to those Matterhorn yodelers. Paul and Rob, here you go. I had wings once. And they were strong. 
but they were stolen from me. That is Maleficent, uh, Angelina Jolie. Also, the film was called Maleficent. Cosine. For sure. Yes, it is. Hey. Yep. All on all counts. Good job. Okay, we're over to you, Emily and Matt, the Linguinis. Sisters, Hallie, we're like twins. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, <laughs> the parrot <laughs> trap. Yeah. Um, oh, shoot, the names. Uh, Hallie and, but it's not Hallie, it's, just, oh no. <sighs> I don't remember their names. Oh, Hallie and. Thing one and thing two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, I don't remember their names at all. It's been forever since I've seen it. Cat, oh Katie? Caddy? No. No. Ugh. Does one of the C starts with a C? I'm just making up letters now. <laughs> Five seconds. Annie. Parent Trap. Annie. Uh, Lindsay Lohan. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Emily. I just needed some time for it to come to me. Yes. Oh, Emily crushing it. <sighs> Good job. That was, yep, 1998. Okay, Rob and Paul, here you go. You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. That is uh, Captain Barbosa, first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, played by Jeffrey Rush. We have to say Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, uh, the Black Pearl. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot I had a little subtitle. Subtitle, yeah, 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 agreed. I, I, I could try laughing like Captain Barbosa, but I would not do it justice. <laughs> very nicely done, both of you. Very good. Nice. Okay. And, and I'm glad, yes, you did add the, add the subtitle, The Curse of the Black Pearl. That's very important even though, as we all know, it's not the ship itself that's cursed. So that was a bit of a problem, as many of us uh, can, can pick up on. Okay, Emily and Matt, here you go. It's not appropriate for royalty to jingle. Is that the Princess Diaries? That sounds like the, a Princess Diary thing. Oof, yeah. Or Enchanted, no. I feel like it's Princess Diaries, right? Because it's about when you're a royal, don't be, don't do that. Um, Which would mean it would be Julie Andrews saying it to Anne Hathaway. Yes. But I don't remember her name, her character name. The Queen of Genovia. <laughs> sure. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to go with that? Yeah, I don't. I don't know what else it could be. If it. It feels in my soul. I'm going to need you to lock something in. So Princess Diaries, Queen of Genovia. Genovia, Julie Andrews. Okay, I'll give you the film and the actress, um, not the character. So Paul and Rob, can you name the character? Uh, This is the only one I didn't know. I just keep going through actual royalty in my head. Like Queen... Beatrice of Genovia, uh, Queen Christine. No, there's no Queen Christine anywhere. 
<laughs> um, Mythmopolis? No. I'm sorry. Yeah, I have no idea either. I I could have guessed the first two, not the name. Okay. Beatrice of Genovia. That was your first guess. Why don't we just go with that? Yeah, I don't think it's right, but it sounds more royal than Christine. <laughs> well, maybe that's maybe that's her long lost sister, Beatrice, but uh, it's actually Queen Clarice Rinaldi. That's who we're looking for here. I would not have remembered that whatsoever. <laughs> it's okay. That was that was a bit of a tough one, um, but. There you go. Uh, here we go. Here is the last one. So who are we starting with I need to keep track? This is this is Robin Paul, correct? Yes. Thank you. Uh, okay, Robin Paul, here you go. I am not what is called a civilized man, Professor. I have done with I am done I have done with society for reasons that seem good to me. Is this gonna be Tarzan? It's going to be live action though, right? Yeah. Here's my uh, guess. My guess is Jungle Book 90, the 90s Jungle Book, Mowgli. Is it Jason, Jason Lee? Actor's name? Well, there's an, there was the other Jungle Book, the John Favreau one more recently, but I don't know if. So, in the one I'm thinking of, he actually goes to civilization. He like, oh. tries to civilize and he talks to a character who I'm pretty sure would be a professor, like a John Cleese character. That's, unless you have a, you can think of a different live action movie, maybe George of the Jungle, but he never actually speaks in full sentences in that film. No, you're right. Let's go with yours because it's better than anything I've got. Jungle Book, Mowgli, I think it's Jason Lee. We're going with that. Loved your rationale. But no, I'm um, afraid not. Yeah. Really, <laughs> really, really good rationale. Seriously, I'm very impressed. Matt and Emily, you have an opportunity to steal. I have no idea. Do we still have hints, right? We haven't used yes. it. Yeah, you want to use it? Yeah. Can, can we use it on a steal? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah can, wait, can you it. read the can you read the quote too again? Sure. I am not what is called a civilized man professor. I have done with society for reasons that seem good to me. So my hint to you is that it's a classic live action Disney epic. A classic live action Disney epic. I was going to say flubber, but I don't know if that's a classic. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't call that a classic. <laughs> professor. A classic? Cla I'm going to give you like five to ten seconds. Oh, no. With a professor? What's considered a classic Disney live Professor, life? what's the Mary Pop? The... Mar oh, oh, Ben, no. Ben Oz and Broomsticks? Uh, I don't, is there, I don't know if there's a professor. There a, is there a professor in Mary Poppins? There is a professor in Ben Oz and Broomsticks. Okay. I, I need to walk in something. Ugh. You want to do Ben Oz and Broomsticks or Mary Poppins? Sure. Ben Oz and Broomsticks? Okay, sure. I don't know. Uh, who's the. Oh, 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 and Angela Lansbury. That's her name. In yes. It. If it's that, I don't remember her character name. Let's try it. Let's just go with that. <laughs> Angela Lansbury, bed knobs, and broomsticks. Okay. Afraid not. Oh. Oh. Just satisfy myself. Can I guess what I'm pretty sure it is? I don't you know can guess it, Paul. Sure. Is it James Mason, Captain Nemo, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, a little too late. Wow. I didn't hear it. Wow. That was tricky. 
very tricky. really tricky. Yeah. Okay. One I have not seen. It's worth it's worth a watch. And as we learned recently, there will be a Disney Plus series that immerses us back in the world of the Nautilus and those characters. So coming soon, early in development. Okay. So we are going to proceed to a different realm, not the film realm, but the theme park realm. So we're going to be talking about the parks, folks. So round five, it is quoted and noted. You're going to be determining the character and the attraction from which this quote derives. So these are all current attractions. They are currently operating at the Disney parks um, or a Disney park. Um, it might be where some of these, they, the attraction might exist at multiple parks, but do not worry about that. So again, the character name and the attraction, current attraction. So one point each, and we are going to start with Paul and Rob. Here you go. Yes, sir, Dr. Franklin, you founding fathers gave us a pretty good start, don't you know? We still have some things to learn the hard way. That is Mark Twain in uh, the American Adventure show, which is, it's just called the American Adventure, right? It sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, if I got that wrong, I'm going to really be kicking myself. But yeah, that's the best guess I've got Mark Twain in the American Adventure. Okay, you're going to lock that in? Okay. Yes. Getting thumbs up. Okay. <laughs> Yes, good job. Yes. Mark Twain, The American Adventure. Emily and Matt, here you go. Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. Uh, the Haunted Mansion. Kindly what, step. What, what all do we have to answer about? The uh, character and the attraction. Oh, the ghost tour? Is that, is that the name? Kindly step all the way in. Yeah, the haunted, I don't know who the Isn't they just called the, aren't they just called the ghost tour? Your ghost tour guide or whatever? Your, oh, yeah. ghost host, your ghost host. Yes, ghost host and haunted mansion. Sure, <laughs> that's good, I go with it. I'm not, I'm not nearly as confident on park questions. You got it. The ghost host from Haunted Mansion. Yay! Good job. Okay, great job. Here you go, Paul and Rob. Upside down. Now you're talking. That's the best idea you've had all day. That is Figment in Journey into Your Imagination with Figment. Yeah. You got it. Yes. Really nice. Pull it back. Pull it back. Yep, you, you're doing well. Everybody's, everybody's really nailing these very nicely. Okay, here you go. Uh, Emily and Matt. The brave men, living and dead, who struggled here have consecrated it far above our poor power to add or detract. What? <laughs> that was a long quote. Can you repeat it one more time? Sure, here you go. The brave men, living and dead, who struggled here have consecrated it far above our poor power to add or detract. We have our last 
oh, hint, the hint, but I don't know if we're, <laughs> we're kind of already approaching our time. Yeah. Uh, living or dead? Spaceship Earth, Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm trying to think. Like, I was thinking Pirates of the Caribbean. I was thinking that, but then who would, but what character would that be? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to use a hint or you just want to guess pirates? I think just guess. Okay. Yeah. So pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, isn't it a character? Didn't they add some characters from the movie into the ride? Do we want yeah. to get one of those? Yeah, an answer. Barbo I don't know what either. Barbosa. Barbosa. <laughs> Barbosa. <laughs> I don't think he was in the ride, but, we are, <laughs> but sure. I thought they, had, yeah, okay, sure. Afraid not, afraid not. Paul and Rob. Uh, I, I was going to guess, it, it sounds like it could be part of the Gettysburg Address, so I don't know if it's going to be Abraham Lincoln in Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. That sounds very plausible to me. I'm cool with that. Sorry, it took me a second to unmute myself. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, yes. Um, the other answer that I was looking for, the Hall of Presidents. Oh, did write that one in the other shot. It, oh, well. Duh. And, and the, tr the tricky part with that, too, is that that show has also evolved over time. Um, so that is that is what I have um, here. But yeah, that, that's tricky. We have- uh, I keep forgetting the Hall of Presidents and American Adventure are two different things. Law of crossover. <laughs> yeah, no, there really is, especially with the, yeah, yeah, very much. And also at times the American Adventure too, because the Two Brothers song from that appears in Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln at Disneyland as well. Alrighty, so we're turning it back over to Paul and Rob. Here's yours. Let's give the little birdies a great big hand. Sounds like Enchanted Tiki Room. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the main birds. There is Fritz. Freeze, I know, does a lot of the voices. I'm not sure if he's the voice of the one we're thinking of. Who's the main one, the red one? Uh, uh, is it one German? Fritz is the German one. Michael is the Irish one. Okay. Uh, and I am drawing a blank on the main one. We're not guessing the actor though, right? Just the character? No, no, no. Just the character. Just the, about just the character name. Five seconds. Uh, Fritz. Let's just go with Fritz because right. I can't think. <laughs> I know it's not, but yeah, from the Enchanted Tiki Room. Okay, it's not Fritz, but it is Enchanted Tiki Room. So you got one point there. Emily and Matt, here's your opportunity. Yeah, we were discussing in the chat. Like, so I Iago was part of the under new management thing, but is that still the version going now or did that get you? Because you also thought Jose. I thought Jose. I think Iago or Jose. I don't remember if the whole under new management is still what it is now. Right, you're going to need to select. Something. I'll let you pick Iago or nope, Jose. I'm not picking. Go ahead. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> my gut was Iago, but. Okay, let's do my... it. Right. So it's not Iago. Oh. Uh, we're talking about Jose. Oh. <laughs> Emily, you could have gone with your gut. <laughs> so close. 
We should get half a point because we did say it. <laughs> nope, doesn't count. Afraid not. But appreciated uh, how you were thinking about that. Okay, Emily and uh, here, yeah, Emily and Matt, here is yours. This is the last one in the round. It's my new remote-controlled banana cream pie. Ooh. Oh, that's Muppets. The Muppets, 3D. Yes. Uh, I don't know which... if it's 4D now. <laughs> <laughs> Muppets uh, 3D. Which characters? Uh, uh, um, not Beaker. The... Fozzie? Yeah, either Fozzie or I can see Gonzo saying it, or this, um, what's the scientist, the inventor? That... Oh, I, I'm pretty sure it's Fozzie. Oh, okay. I'll go with Fozzie. Okay. And what did you say is the attraction? The Muppets 3D. 3D. <laughs> oh, the it's going to be super Adventure tricky. 3D. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, it's Muppets and Hollywood Studios. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, you need to lock something in. Muppets 3D? Yeah. I don't, I don't know what else to, what uh, I would add to yeah. it. I don't know the exact thing. You got the character. It is Fozzie Bear. Oh, come on. <laughs> Rob and Paul, your opportunity to steal. Muppet 3D Vision. Right, Rob? Muppet Vision 3D. Muppet Vision 3D. All right, good. Yeah. Yes. You got it. The if word was vision was implied when we said it. Oh, sure. It was, it was 3D insinuated. Vision. <laughs> right? You can have some implied points as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang it. Dang it. Asterisk. Yeah. And if I was going to be really tough, I would have said Jim Henson's Muppet Vision 3D, but that would be, that'd be really, that'd be like saying Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress as opposed to Carousel of Progress. No, very good. Okay, there you go. Thank you, Rob and Paul. You closed out our round. And now we are going to be heading to a familiar place, but it's not a current place. It is the past. We're going to be talking about an extinct attraction. So quoted and noted, determine the extinct attraction. Based on the quote, you're gonna be naming the attraction and the character, okay? So it is not currently operating um, anymore. And Emily and Matt, you are going to be beginning this round. This also has six questions. And as a reminder to folks, um, you still have an opportunity to use um, a hint or, or hints, okay? So Emily and Matt, here is yours. Hold on to those wallets and purses, folks. This doesn't look like a very good neighborhood. <gasps> that the the limo, the the weird oh. from California Adventure. The limo, the the <sighs> not the great limo ride. That's movie ride. Limo the great movie ride. Oh, or this is, is a, it that? I think it's a great movie ride because it's no longer there. Um, oh yes, great movie ride, Hollywood Studios. This is, but 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 the character. Oh, the character. Um, it's the, it's your chauffeur. It's your. Yeah, but they turn into a character. But it's, they turn into like a gangster well, mafia. Ugh. They don't have a name. They just turned into like generic. Yeah. Indiana Jones type of people and mafia yeah. people. Um. The the the. the I don't know. I'm going to give you five seconds. We'll lock in the great movie ride. Okay. Yeah. I don't know the character. Whoever the tour guide is, the tram person. Okay. I'll, I'll give it to you. Um, tour yeah. guide. That is. Oh, okay. 
I will give that. You said I was going to be saying not so much with Chauffeur, but you did say Tour Guide. Okay. Um, and the great movie ride, that is correct. Um, very nice. Um, also worth knowing for this round because it is a bit harder. We're talking about past attractions, so you will get two points for each of the correct answers. So you got uh, four points there. Nicely done. Paul and Rob, here's yours. Phase one of the process has begun. Disintegration into molecular components. Don't worry, it's practically painless. That is the extraterrestrial alien encounter pre-show and it's SIR, which stands for Simulated Intelligence Robotics. Nicely done. Thank you. That is what we call folks a mic drop. Very nice, Rob. That was very Ooh. impressive. Very good. And, and that's harder too, because that attraction hasn't been around since what, 2003, I think. So been a while. Yeah, good job. Okay, Matt and Emily, here is yours. Since this is your dream, we'll let you make, oh, let me say that again. I, I got so excited with this one. Since this is your dream, we'll let you make the first selection. Ride had like, you make selection. <laughs> uh, this is your dream. Like, this is your dream. Something I was gonna in, say I like honey, I honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah, but I don't remember. Uh, there wasn't any dream thing in that. Or what? No, it wasn't. Like, oh gosh. No. Uh, Something in Epcot. I feel like. This is your dream. Your dream. Oof, I don't know. Do we want to use a, a our last hint? Yeah, or? yeah, let's use it. Our okay. hint. Okay. Our last hint. Okay. And my hint was actually very similar to what you said. My hint was going to be, this is Epcot related. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Well, uh, the universe. Oh, Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, yeah, Universe of Energy. Universe of Energy. Yeah, Ellen she, she has a dream. Yes. Yes. You're walking both of those in? Yes. Okay. So it is Universe of Energy or Ellen's Energy Adventure. Um, character is not correct. Paul and Rob, your opportunity. Again, the quote is, since this is your dream, we'll let you make the first selection. This is uh, Alex Trebek saying this to Ellen. It looks like Paul gave a thumbs up on that. Yes, that was indeed the late Alex Trebek. Very good. Okay, let me just enter this again. Okay, so Paul and Rob, here's yours. Sorry, everybody, the machine blew a fuse. I got some more in my office, I hope. That's uh, Professor Wayne Zielinski in Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Nicely, I, that sounds good to me. <laughs> I haven't known a single answer to any of these questions. I'm really glad Rob knows. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Still a team effort, uh, very good. So yes, that was indeed Professor Wayne Zielinski, Honey, I Shrunk Audience, yes. I, I would have still given if you hadn't added his title. It's We, we just call him Wayne, uh, you got it. I'm not going to say we gave you that one, but... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> there you have it. Okay, uh, Emily 
uh, and Matt, here is yours. We are, uh, how do you say, haha, attached to the place. Uh, Oof, we are attached to the place. How do you say? And extinct means like it is nowhere in any park at all, right? Extinct means, as I said earlier, that it is no longer okay. operating. No longer at any park. Yes. Okay. Oof. Again, I like when I think of all the rides I've closed. I always think of Epcot. I don't, I don't, I don't know this one. Oof. We're out of hands. Oh, dang it! A few seconds. Uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. That's the only one I. But that's still in Disney, right? Is it? I don't know. Okay. So, I have no idea. Uh, this is hard. This is hard. Paul and Rob, here you go. Can I hear the quote again, please? Absolutely. We are, uh, how do you say, haha, attached to the place? We were going to say, because it's extinct, Enchanted Tiki Room under new management. But then I was thinking, in terms of the bird, because of that, it might be Pierre, because, you know, it's more of a French thing to say, how you say, attached to the place. Yeah. So maybe that. Pierre rather than Fritz? I, I like your, your thinking. Let's do it. So you're saying, say again, or as a character? Pierre as the character, and then, yeah, Enchanted Tiki Room with new management. It, you got it on both, absolutely. Hey, that is a tricky one. Yeah. See, I don't think of that attraction as like extinct or closed. Oh, no attraction is really extinct as long as it lives in your heart. That is very true. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, we, we all know how that attraction met its demise with a bit of a fire that we don't know who started it. Um, and that was the, the, the end of that attraction, unfortunately, that version. Yes, and for those of you who can who can only hear this, uh, Rob put a little fire emoji in the <laughs> on his video. <laughs> it was a very sad demise, let me tell you. Um, and we will never know what caused it, but I imagine that could lend itself to a good uh, novel of sorts. Okay, so we have our last one for this. Uh, here you go. Um, this is for, um, gosh, I can't even keep track. Who is this for? Is this um, uh, Paul and Rob? Yes, Paul and Rob. Here's the last one. Thank you. There's a lot of things I'm keeping track of behind the scenes, so I appreciate your validation. Paul and Rob, here you go. You think you're ready to pilot a brain fuzzy? This is Cranium Command and General Knowledge. As the character. Sounds good. <laughs> Where do you think you are, Disney World? Another quote. Yep, that is general knowledge from Cranium Command, which was at the Wonders of Life Pavilion. Very good. That was always a personal favorite of mine. Really good. Okay, that was that was really tough, folks. We are nearing the end. We have a couple more rounds. Um, this is a bit of a longer round. There's ten questions. But um, these are general trivia questions that relate to Disney music. Um, and it's worth noting that, um, that uh, there are a few instances, um, I believe, um, where there are actually uh, 
you can get multiple points. Um, okay. And uh, I don't remember for which team uh, that might be. So we'll just see what happens, but that is, that is a little bit tough. So we have the category is called, it's a musical honor. These are award winners or nominees all related to the world of Disney music. So we are talking about um, film projects here. And again, one point each, and we are gonna be starting this off with uh, Paul and Rob. And again, there are 10 questions here. Okay, here you go, Paul and Rob. Which Pixar film was the first to garner an account? the first Pixar film, which was the first Pixar film to garner an Academy Award for best original song. Pretty sure it's Monsters, Inc. I Rob, will say to you. Yeah, Sounds Monsters. good. Are you locking that in? We're locking in Monsters, Inc., yeah. Yes, indeed, it was for If I Didn't Have You by Randy Newman. Good job. Nice. And that was actually his first um, Oscar win um, after so many nominations over the years for both um, songs and scores. Okay, Emily and Matt, here's yours. Name this musical artist who was nominated for an Oscar for his end credits song in Wally. -E. Do you have any idea, Emily? No. It's been, it's been so long since I've seen this movie. Yeah. Maybe know. five seconds. I saw this movie once the year it came out. And that's yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay, let's turn it over to Paul and Rob. Any Peter ideas? Gabriel. Peter Gabriel and Thomas Newman, rather. Um, Down to us, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we're, we are talking about Peter Gabriel here. Um, best known for songs like In Your Eyes. Um, yes, and, and obviously Thomas Newman. Um, but we, yeah, you got it, Peter Gabriel. Okay. So here you go, Paul and Rob, here's your next question. This actress won an Academy Award for playing the titular character in Disney's most acclaimed live action film. I'm going with Julie Andrews, Mary Poppins, uh, unless Rob disagrees. That was the first thing that came to mind for me. Yeah, okay. So go with her. Julie Andrews, lock it. Indeed, it was our friend Julie. Absolutely. Okay. Here you go, Emily and Matt. She was nominated for an Oscar for a supporting role, having sung pieces like Last Midnight and Stay With Me. Oh, Meryl Streep. For Into the Woods. Sure. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. You said the actress, right? You're looking for the actress? Actress. Right? Yeah. Meryl Streep. Yes. It is the much acclaimed actress, Meryl Streep. There you go. Okay, so this next one, so these actually next two questions, uh, each team is going to have opportunities to garner multiple points, okay? So we are going to be going with uh, Paul and Rob. Here's, uh, here's your question. While Alan Menken and Howard Ashman won best original, a Best Original Song Oscar for Beauty and the Beast, from Beauty and the Beast, they received two 
other nominations for their songs from that film that year. What are the names of the two other songs that received nominations for best original song? So the two other songs from Beating the Beast that garnered nominations. My guess is Belle and Be Our Guest. Um, Rob, what do you think? Yeah, no, I think that sounds good. Those are the other two big ones. So let's go yeah. for that. Yep. Very, very nicely done, indeed. Okay, Emily, Matt, same opportunity for you. You can get multiple. Uh, you can get multiple points for this one. Randy Newman has attained Oscar nominations for four Toy Story songs, winning one. Name two of the three songs that received nominations but did not win. Okay. What name two songs he did not win an Oscar for that were from Toy Story? From Toy Story? Correct. From any of the Toy Story films, correct. I don't know which ones won and which ones didn't win. Uh, I mean, you got a friend of me. I don't know if that one won. I'm trying to think of the other songs in the movies. <laughs> uh, 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 well, the, the second one has the the she like loved me she loved me when she oh when yeah she, when she loved me something like that see mm-hmm. i don't when know somebody what, loved me yeah i don't think that one won an oscar so i think that's one okay. i don't remember the other i mean all i remember is you got a friend of me but i i don't remember if that one won or not five seconds to lock in your choices do you want to say those two yeah okay so say them again please uh, you got a friend in me, and when she, God, when I, wait, what was it? When she loved me? When I loved her? When she when loved she, me, or when, when loved somebody me? loved me? I think, I think when she loved me. Yeah, I think it's when she loved me. Okay, you got both. Uh, when she loved me, yeah. and you've got a friend in me, were both nominated, did not win. Um, the other one um, that could have been in the mix was I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away, um, and that was from Toy Story 4. So the the song that actually won the Oscar was We Belong Together from Toy Story 3. Mm. So you got two points there. There you go. Um, great job. So Rob and Paul, here's your next one. Alan Menken playfully talks about the musical that garnered him his first Razzie Award. What was that movie? Debbie Newsies, right? Yes, I'll go with go with you on this. Yeah, it was news. news. It was news. Nice. Yes, very well good. Done. Good job. Okay, Emily and Matt, here you go. This was the first motion picture to earn the Walt Disney Company its first Oscar for best original song. What was the movie? I want to say Pinocchio for when you want to... When you wish upon a star. Uh, uh, yeah. Snow White didn't... Wait, did you say the first movie? This was the first motion picture to earn the Walt Disney Company its first Oscar for Best Original Song. Mm. I... Uh... 
I want to say, I think I want to say Pinocchio. Okay. It's a classic song. Yeah. All right. You need to lock something in. All right. Let's say Pinocchio. Okay. Yes. Good job. It was Pinocchio. (laughs) Well done. Paul and Rob, here you go. Angela Lansbury was the main vocalist for an Oscar-nominated song in this 1970s Disney musical. What was the movie? Bed knobs and broomsticks. Yeah, that was a freebie from Matt. So uh... <laughs> yeah, I gave that to you like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, should we go with that one? Yeah, let's do it. Sure thing. Yes, bed knobs and broomsticks. Okay, last one. Name the this... song. Bonus point, Nate. <laughs> okay, Emily and Matt, here's the last one of the round. What is the name of this beloved and late Australian-American singer who sung an Oscar-nominated ballad in a 1977 Disney animated slash live-action musical? 1970s Australia? (laughs) Australian-American? Singer, correct. An Australian-American singer who sang a song for a 1977 movie? Is that what you said? That is correct. Motion picture slash live action. Someone that's not with us. Okay, in the seventies, you didn't say <laughs> if it was. You didn't say if it was live action or animated, right? He said motion picture live action. Oh, he did say live action. Shoot. Uh, slash animated. Slash, oh, slash like animated. Okay. Five seconds. <laughs> oh, Pete's. Oh, wait. Uh, no, is Pete's dragon? Ooh. I don't know the Australians. Uh, and they need to lock something in. Uh, I don't know the. I don't know the actress. Okay, this is this is tough. Rob and Paul, do you know the answer? I mean, I'm pretty sure it's Pete's Dragon, Candle on the Water, but I can't. It's the life of me thinking who sings it. Can we get a hint? I mean, we've still got two. We have. Yeah, I don't know what, what person hint you can get, but. Yeah, so you're going to use a hint then? Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure if I can really offer much of a hint because there's a lot in this clue. But what I'll say, what I'll say is she she was a very very popular singer. Um, she was on top of the charts in the '70s and '80s. Olivia Newton John. Does that sound plausible? I know it's better than Carly Minogue, and that's all I've got. Otherwise. <laughs> Has Kylie Minogue been around that long? Uh, no, which is why it's yeah. a terrible answer. Maybe go with yours. Yeah, that's a shot in the dark. Olivia Newton-John. I think that's a fantastic choice. It's not Olivia Newton-John. The timing uh, would have been perfect because that's when Grease debuted. Um, we're actually looking for Helen Reddy. Would not have gotten that. That yeah, is hard. Not, yeah, this is tough. Okay, well, everybody is doing fantastic. I'm going to uh, pause the recording for those who uh, are listening. I'm going to be telling the points because we are entering our final round. So it's going to take a second to tally up where everybody is at. Okay, so 
Should, should I tell you the scores now or should I wait till the very end? <laughs> no, go ahead. Okay, we have one more round. Um, but anyways, what, this, is, this is good. Um, Paul and Rob, 59. Uh, Emily and Matt, 75. Uh, is there any possibility that this round could change anything? <laughs> How many points are the are the questions in the final round? They actually, it is pretty significant. So, um, depending on how things play out, it it could it, it could change the outcome. Okay. Ooh, okay. okay. Ooh. If we get every single one and they get absolutely nothing, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's possible. Possible. <laughs> okay. Okay. This, is, this has been a wonderful, wonderful game. So this last round is called, uh, we've done this before on the show, it is Name Songs from the Film. I'm going to give you the name of the film, and then you will have 30 seconds to come up with as many names of songs that are featured on the soundtrack. This is the original motion picture soundtrack. Oh, um, we're naming as many songs as possible. As many as possible. I'm not counting reprises. Um, or anything like that. So just the actual, the, you know, the main song. Um, so the, each team is going to have two opportunities. So there are going to be two films for each, but again, there's the opportunity to steal and that's where things can also make a difference, okay? You will get two points per song um, and it's almost, it's almost completely balanced in terms of the number of possible um, points per film or songs per film so it's it's meant to be pretty balanced here does everybody understand how this is working okay i'm getting lots of head nods okay so this is where you're going to want to shout out as many things as possible i you do not have to say lock it in shout out as many as you can and i will be tabulating that so just try not to i guess interrupt your teammate but we'll, we'll try to capture all this you will have 30 seconds and we will be starting with uh, Emily and Matt. Yes, you are starting off right. round eight. Okay. Okay. So are you about to name the most obscure Disney movie of all no. time? <laughs> no, that would not be fair. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to tell you the name of the film, and then you'll have 30 seconds. So your film is Newsies. Oof. The movie. Okay. Is so there is a King of New York, Santa Fe, uh, Carrying the Banner, uh, the film. So you have never seen this? Uh, well, like I have the, I'm thinking of like the Broadway musical. Uh, those are the only three I can. Uh, oh, Seize the Day. Um, Five seconds. Uh, the world will, times up. World will know. It's only that. I don't know. Okay, I'm just thinking so, of the Broadway show. So counted four. So named four. Good job. There are five. Five more that will count. Rob and Paul, can you name any of them? You also have thirty seconds. Which ones have already been named? Sorry. Rob said. Rob. So those of you who can only hear this shows that Rob held a posted up post a note up saying not a clue. So what's already been which uh what are we, what's already taken? So Santa Fe sees the day, King of New York, and carrying the banner. So the world will know. I guess you got that under the limit. Um uh there are five others. 
Yes. Uh, there's a song they all sing when they're getting a shave, and I can't for life me think of what that was called. Um, Rob, you I'm guessing you haven't seen it. No, I, I'm willing to make up some song names, but I don't think that'll okay. be productive. I think we're gonna. I feel kind of unethical, but the Robo No, I would have gotten regardless. That's the one I can really think of. Okay, so so for this one round, Emily and Matt got eight points, so for four songs, mm-hmm. and then Paul and Robbie get two. So the other songs are "My Lovely Dovey Baby," "High Time," "High Times Hard Times." That's what I was thinking of. Once and for all. And let me do my math. Dang, I can't believe I forgot once and for all. Yeah. Yep. Those were, and then one, two, three, four. Yeah. That's it. That was tough, but that was still, that was still good. Um, this was not easy. Okay. Paul and Rob, here's yours. You'll have 30 seconds from the time I say the name of the film. Okay. Pocahontas. Colors of the Wind. Oh, sorry. We can take turns. Go, 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 go. Uh, no. <laughs> Savages. Mine. How many is that? Listen to the river. How many is that? Just around the river bend. Just around the river bend. I, did I say that? I thought I said that. Um, uh, just around the river seconds. bend. Colors of the Wind. Mine. Savages. Um, listen to the river. Time's up. This is tough. This is tough. Okay. So you got just around the river bend, colors of the wind and savages. Matt and Emily, you will have 30 seconds to see if you can name the others. Okay. So there's the, the dig song. What's it called? Like dig, dig, dig my, my, oh, mine. My my mine. There's the Virginia Company, the ship mine, song. Mine, mine. Yeah. There's the listen, um, listen with your heart, with the tree. Yeah. Um, and then there's if I never knew you, which is in the credits, which was a Dillian song. Um. Uh, don't know if there's other ones I can think about. Okay, couple seconds. Uh, I would study is the beating drum. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. Time. Time's up and. Uh, let me tell you, you got all four. <laughs> Virginia Company, Steady as the Beating Drum, Listen With Your Heart, and um, Oh, If I Never Knew You, I Heard That, and Mind, Mind, Mind. Yes. Yeah, so, yep, you got all, all five of those. Wow, good job. That's that's tough. Okay, so we have there's still opportunities for folks, okay? So we have one more uh, set of film, one more, you know, one film for each team. So let me just enter the points here and we shall continue. Okay, so we are moving over to um, Matt and Emily again. So here's your last, here's the last film. Okay, Pinocchio, go. Okay, so there's When You Wish Upon a Star, there's the, I got no strings to hold me down. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the um, the whistle song. Whistle. Uh, give, give a little. Give a little whistle. whistle. Give a little yep. whistle. Yep. Uh, I don't remember. Oof. Five seconds. 
those are those are the only the only three I think. Because then there's like re, re, reprise. Okay, so you got the you got first three, um, Rob and Paul. There are two more. You have thirty mm-hmm. seconds. Um, is it high high diddle d? Yeah, that's that. That's hot. Yeah, thank you for. There's yeah. as I was speaking to the countess, which was cut. I'm not sure if that's something that we're including here. Um, there. Oh, there's one more. You got you got hide diddle d d. Wish upon a star. No, I don't know. Okay, time time's up. Yeah. So little wooden head. Um, right. yeah, that's 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 hard. That's tricky. Okay, Paul and Rob, um, you have this is your last one as we round things out. So your film is. The Jungle Book. So we've got Bare Necessities. Yes. We've got. Um, I want to be like you. I like you. We've got the Elephants March. I forget the name of the song. Can you think of it? <sighs> Isn't it just called like the Elephant March or something? Let's go with the Elephant March. We've got Trust in Me. Yeah. We've got the. Vulture Beatles song, something about friends. Friends to, the bitter, friends to the bitter end. Does that sound right? Oh, I'm not sure. And you've uh, got uh, thumbs uh, up. You got the song. Oh, okay. okay, so you got. So I'm gonna. So you got um, trust in me, bare necessities. I want to be like you, and I'm gonna count. You said the vulture song. That it's technically called. That's what friends are for. Parentheses the vulture song. I will count that. Okay, so we are looking for two more songs. Emily and Matt, you have 30 seconds. Colonel Hathi's Elephant March. Yes. I was like, I, what is I that watched the previous song? episode, Brad. Listen to it. I was like, this is one I thought it. <laughs> yes, um, the one. Uh, gosh. one more. Uh, no. The opening <laughs> overture. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay, time's up. Know. You got um got Colonel Hothi's march. Good. Um nice last job, one. Him. Last one is my own home. Oh classic Sherman Brothers song, but that you know there's there's a lot of classic Sherman Brothers songs. So um very nicely done. I'm going to tabulate and uh, we shall see how this all turns out. Well, we do have a, a winning team, but first I'm going to mention our, our runners-up who <laughs> did a very impressive 77 points, Rob and Paul. Very nicely done. That was that, This was tough. This was not easy. And uh, Matt and, and Emily, you are our winners with 101 points. And wow. Not Dalmatians, but points. So. Yes. Well done. Uh, this was you, very all. impressive across the board. We covered a lot of Disney ground here, um, past and present, uh, across a lot of different spaces, quotes and songs and, and everything in between. So um, I well done all around. This was, this was illustrative of your collective Disney knowledge. Rob still gets the, um, the award for the mic drop answer, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm going to take that and I'm going to use that as a small crumb of comfort in an otherwise crushing defeat. But thank you very much for that. Well, well done, everybody. Thank you all for being on. This was um, quite, just quite wonderful to, to see all of you and to see how all of your Disney knowledge has at least helped you in one setting, maybe not in everyday life, perhaps, or if you, you know, if you want to be that person in, in your world to, to throw out all the facts, but certainly in this space, it is very much welcomed and, uh, and supported. Thank you all for, for being on Notably Disney. Thank you. I'm going to go watch yeah. Newsies now. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's been a joy, everybody. A lot of fun. Good Thanks to meet you. Well, congrats again, Emily and Matt. A job well done. Rob and Paul, a valiant effort. Everybody really showcased their Disney expertise here. Certainly, these were tough questions. I had a lot of fun in actually crafting them and seeing how they would come into play via this game. And I hope all of you enjoyed listening and maybe garnered a handful of Disney facts along the way. I will tell all of you that there will be a future edition of Notably Disney that features all-stars, including some winners from these past editions of Notably Disney Tunes and Quotes Trivia to compete for some uh, even harder questions to get right. We'll see how that goes. So I will uh, welcome that when that comes into play on a future edition of Notably Disney. Thanks again for joining me on another episode of Notably Disney. I invite you to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Follow me on Twitter at Reports. that's B-N-A-C-H-M-A-N reports, and be among the first to find out about the release of new episodes. I also encourage you to send me an email to NotablyDisney at gmail.com regarding your thoughts of the show, as well suggestions for content. So until we turn the page on another chapter, I'm Brett, and thanks for listening to Notably Disney. Notably Disney is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or any of its subsidiaries. Consequently, the perspectives and opinions expressed by the host and guests are strictly theirs and do not represent the views of the Walt Disney Company and its employees. The main purpose of the Notably Disney podcast is to offer information and critiques about the Walt Disney Company.